Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. This is the place to be if you are ready to rise into your greatness, be unapologetic about your desires, share your gifts with the world and manifest your dreams in life, love and business. My name is Stefanka. I am a clinical hypnotherapist, author, healer and a mentor for women who are ready to up-level in all areas of their lives. Here, we talk all things abundance mindset, energy mastery, manifestation, relationships, business success, and more. Each episode holds powerful tools, energy codes, concepts, techniques, and thoughts that will help you take your life and business to the next level. Are you ready to embody a brand new version of you? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. It is Stepanka here, your host, and today we will be exploring four different ways to regulate your emotions and your nervous system for more success, abundance, and joy. Today is a gorgeous autumn day. It's raining outside. I have made myself a large cup of ceremonial cacao. I am just burning some incense. And this is my vibe. It's the way I love recording my podcast episodes. So you can feel the energy. You can really enjoy yourself. And I don't like recording when I'm in a rush, when I'm not in the right energy and space for it. So if you want to pause and make yourself a nice hot cup of something as well, feel free to do so. And I want to open up the space by um, reading out to you one of my poems. And this is a poem I actually wrote last October. So it's from a year ago. And then let's dive into this deep, interesting topic. The moon invites you to dive deep into your emotions, to remember the light whisper rooted within your soul. That voice that tells you to follow your passion, to be in tune with your inner light, with energies present and past, your intuition. So let's talk about success. Success is a dynamic interplay between our external actions and our internal emotional landscape. It's really never just about how much physical effort we put in. It's equally about the quality of our energy, our intentions, our emotions and mindset. And more often than not, it's not the lack of action that holds us back. But rather, it's our self-sabotage patterns, our emotions fears that interfere with the success we so badly want. Too often we focus on pushing harder, doing more, and we believe that's where the solution is. 
that the real transformation, more often than not, lies in focusing on our internal state. Any type of self-sabotage, limiting patterns and beliefs, they simply all boil down to our emotions. We are either protecting ourselves from feeling certain the so-called uncomfortable negative emotions, or we have got some emotional coding or wounding with something. We have got different protection mechanisms. Once again, they are in place to protect us from feeling disappointed. What if I give it my all and then I feel upset? And so on. It's also connected to procrastination. So to truly understand the impact of the techniques, the four different techniques we will be discussing today, but to truly understand the impact of these techniques, let's start by exploring that profound connection between success and our emotions. Number one, emotions drive action. Emotions are the driving force behind our action. And it's just so real. It's, it's happening every single day in your life. When we are experiencing positive emotions, and again, take it with a pinch of salt here, because I don't actually like labeling emotions as either positive or negative, but for the purpose of explaining it to others, I do use those uh, words. But when we experience the so-called positive emotions like excitement, confidence or joy, we are more likely to take decisive steps towards our goals. And when you are experiencing positive emotions, it also generates positive thoughts. And positive thoughts and positive emotions impact your physiology. It impacts how you hold your body. It impacts how you move. It just impacts so much. And then, of course, it in turn generates more of those good feelings, more of those good feeling thoughts. And then, again, it creates more positive action and it positively impacts our physiology. So it's this cycle but it also works the other way around. A negative thought creates a negative feeling. Negative feeling and negative thought impacts your behavior, the kind of action you take and don't take. The, your physiology, how you hold your body, how you walk, all of that impacts everything. And once again, it's a cycle. So your physiology creates more of those negative feeling thoughts. Those create more of those negative feeling emotions. And that, again, negatively impacts the physiology. So it, it's a spiral effect, if you like. And when you are feeling and experiencing the so-called negative emotions, let's say fear, self-doubt, frustration, they can really hold us back. They can lead to self-sabotaging behaviors. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have got to present something in front of a group of people. Maybe you're giving a talk, maybe you're presenting a new product, a new project. And when you feel good, 
when you feel confident, when you really believe in yourself, well, you are more likely to perform at your best. But if anxiety and self-doubt take hold, it can really hold you back. Even though you know what you need to say, you are more likely to stumble upon your words. You are more likely to forget something. So it can impact the, the outcome. So that's a simple example. Now, something I see very often, and I've been there myself, is when we feel good, because this, this is a bit of a complex example, but let's, let's go there. When we feel good, we feel excited very often at the beginning of something. So let's say you decided to launch a new product, project, something you are working on, whether you have got your business or whether you are, whether you are employed working for someone, you are working on something, you get really excited at the start. But because you're not seeing the impact of that work yet, or you're not seeing an interest from other people and so on, then your energy drops. All of a sudden you're feeling self-doubt. You're wondering whether this was a good idea to start with. And immediately as your emotions drop, it impacts your behavior. You are no longer talking about it as much. You are hiding. You are not promoting it on social media. And at the start, when you felt really excited, you were like taking up space. You were speaking about it. You were telling your friends about it. You were posting about it confidently on social media. But because you're not seeing external validation, nobody has bought yet, nobody has showed an interest yet, you're like, oh, maybe this wasn't good at all. And you, you change your thoughts, that changes your emotions, that changes how you show up and how you follow through on that idea. And this example is actually much deeper. This really talks about the lack of emotional intelligence because it's so easy to feel good when you're starting. But it's how you show up on day 50, on day 90, on day 150, that truly matters and determines what sort of an outcome you will get. It's huge. And that's why I personally so believe in emotional intelligence, why I run my annual program called Emotional Alchemy, because that's what we teach there. You make peace with those uncomfortable emotions. You stop seeing them as your enemy. And you're like, I can do it. I can follow through. I can continue showing up even when I'm not getting this external validation. The amount of people I see launching something and they give up on it halfway through the launch, even if they don't say it on the outside, I, I can see how their energy dropped, how their emotions, how their faith and trust is impacted because they're not getting this external validation. And those kind of moments, whether it's a new business venture you are starting out, or like I said, a project, a, a product, um, an offer, and maybe you are pitching an article idea. And let me tell you something, I've pitched so many, you get rejected most of the time. And you just got to get really comfortable with those sort of things if you 
want to carry on, if you want to gather the results you want, you've got to be able to hold the positive feelings as well as the flip side of them. So the amount of people I just see not getting the results they want, their energy drops. And that's where you've got to lean onto your inner, like internal confidence rather than getting it from external validation. So hopefully this point made sense. Let's move on. Emotions also influence your decision making. Our emotional state significantly influences the decisions we make. In moments of stress or overwhelm, our decision-making abilities can become clouded. They lead to choices they actually don't align with our long-term goals. And oh my gosh, regardless whether you are a business owner or not, this is huge. I've seen, like... Actually, very recently, I'm sure this client wouldn't mind me share it. I'm not going to share any, any of her details, of course. But um, recently, a client of mine was like, Sepanka, I think I'm just going to quit my job. So she's got a business on the side, but she's still also employed in this company. And she told me, she was like, I can't take it anymore. I just feel so much uncertainty in this position. My friends are telling me this or that. I really feel like I might just quit. I might not even wait for this meeting with my manager on Monday. I might just, just give up today. And I just intuitively knew, obviously, I know a lot more about this client. I'm just giving you a very short story here. I'm like, this is not about the job. This is not about her not having the skills to carry on. She is escaping her emotions right now. She is a feeling anxiety because of the uncertainty in the job, because there was a few things going on and she is trying to run away from it. And I know that if she did make this decision while her vision is clouded, while emotions run really high and her anxiety is running the show, she is not making an emotionally intelligent decision. It's her emotions running the show in a way that she might regret later on because that income coming from that job is also important to her. And I I could, I could imagine how much more stressed she would be if she immediately cut off this income. So I told her that she started with it and she was like, you are so right. I was just trying to get away from those uncomfortable feelings, from me being out of my comfort zone, facing some feedback here and, you know, showing up and, and yeah, and things have turned around so quickly. Another example is I um, had a friend, a fellow hypnotherapist who had a bit of a client issue. This client was just sharing some sort of a feedback she wasn't too happy about and I'm like, now it's crucial how you respond. You can't be responding and communicating and dealing with this delicate situation with heightened emotions. You've got to be professional. You've got to calm down. You can't take those sort of things personally. And it happens a lot. And if you, for example, put yourself out on social media, there will be people constantly projecting things onto you. And it's so easy to get triggered and to respond from a triggered space, to react instead of respond. So 
really crucial to realize that when our emotional intelligence, sorry, when our emotions run high, our in low, our emotional intelligence is really low. We don't see things as they are. We see them through that clouded vision of our emotions. So think of your emotions and decision making as as the steering wheel that guides your decisions. When you are feeling stressed, when your emotions run high, when you are feeling overwhelmed, it's like driving with your regular headlights on a foggy night. It can actually make it harder to see ahead, especially if you are using your full beams. But when you work with your emotions, when you use, for example, some of the techniques I'll be sharing with you in this episode, you will be processing your emotions, regulating your nervous system. It's like switching on your fog lights. Suddenly, you can see better. It doesn't mean that regular headlights or full beam are wrong. It's just that you need to use the right kind of light for the situation you are in. Now, another example that will help you get this a little more is like, imagine you are negotiating a critical business deal. If you are calm and focused, you are more likely to make strategic decisions that will benefit your company. However, if you are overwhelmed by stress, you might make impulsive decisions that negatively impact your business. Or I recently, I had someone, someone I never worked with before. She just booked a one-off consultation. And um, after the consultation, she said, oh, could you please send me a feedback form? Immediately, my mind jumped to conclusions such as, oh my God, she wants to give me negative feedback. She wasn't happy. She didn't enjoy it. And it was also because this client wasn't the kind of client who would say, like, oh my gosh, this was great. Like she was very calm and collected, um, but she wasn't expressing how much she benefited from the session. So I wasn't quite sure even when I asked her. Anyways, I shared that feedback form with her thinking, oh my gosh, she will just share something negative, but it's all right. I'll be fine. The thing is, she shared positive feedback just because she wasn't verbally telling me how amazing the session was my mind was straight away thinking something was gonna happen right so we can get emotionally triggered but there is also moments when we will receive constructive negative feedback and it's so easy to get triggered but it's if we do we might miss something important now third thing i want to cover before i speak to you about the exact techniques Emotions impact resilience. As you very well know by now, success is not a linear journey. Setbacks and challenges are inevitable. How we respond to these challenges depends on our emotional resilience. Emotional resilience is the most important skill, trust me. I even think about when I was applying for a degree here in the UK, and I was applying late. 
They rejected my application saying, sorry, you missed the deadline. I missed the deadline because I thought I was going to move back to the Czech Republic. Then things changed and I realized I actually wanted to study a degree here. And it was at a time when I was working with my first ever coach and she was like, hold on a minute. Have you just taken one no? Like as an answer, you, you're not going to try again. You're not going to try calling the office, speaking to them, explaining. And I'm like, well, they've just said, no, it's a rule. I can't go against a rule. She's like, Stepanka, you have no emotional resilience. You don't give up just because someone told you no, that because you got rejected once, you try again and again and, and things will work out. If I did not have her in my corner, I would have given up there and then. And this degree was really important. It really taught me a lot about um, life. It really set me up for where I'm at right now as well. And I had to face rejection again and again and again. And eventually I got a place on that degree. Um, and it, it taught me so much about giving up, about emotional resilience. So individuals with strong emotional resilience bounce back from setbacks. They don't give up. They pivot. They think outside of the box. They maintain their motivation and determination even when on the outside it looks like nothing is happening. Even when people in their life are not supporting them. Actually, very often people give up, you know, so to speak, three feet from gold. I am sure you know that saying that many people give up just when they are about to strike gold. It's a reminder that one of the most common reasons for not achieving success is the tendency to quit right when you are on the verge of a breakthrough. So it's like stopping your quest for treasure when you are just a few steps away from discovering it. And I feel like there is a whole book written on this phenomenon called Three Feet from Gold. <laughs> so um, basically, one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting just when the point of success is within arm's reach. So think about that when you are about to give up or pivot once again or feel like you're failing. So I once was in a group program, we were studying something and one of the other students was this incredible lady. She had quite a big following on social media. She was a talented yoga teacher, but also started this incredible program. Honestly, she had the most magnetic, beautiful presence, really gorgeous soul. We collaborated together as well. And I remember she launched her first ever online program and it it was amazing. It did sound really great. And she gave up halfway through the launch because she had only two people sign up and she saw it as this major failure. And not only I thought she should have continued with the launch because sometimes people sign up last minute. Actually, a lot of the times people do sign up last minute. Um, and there was just, you know, a lot, a lot going on. Sometimes people don't see it straight away. Anyway, she did not only cancel that whole program, refounded those two people who signed up. 
she decided that her whole business idea was wrong because people did not show an interest. She closed her big Instagram account. And I'm not judging here. Maybe this wasn't her calling. But I thought it was a shame for her to give up just because she didn't see the first immediate like success. And sometimes we've got to have that resilience and see beyond that immediate gratification. Like once you have achieved your big, big vision, would this one failed launch or two or three or even five failed launches, like would that matter to you? No, you won't even remember. So the role of your nervous system and your emotions in connection to success and growth is huge, as you can tell yourself. It really does impact us in so many different ways. Therefore, regulating, learning to work with your emotions is hugely important. And we've got this incredible polyvagal theory. The polyvagal theory suggests that our nervous system responds to stress and emotions in complex ways. It explains how our bodies react to various emotional stresses, affecting our overall well-being and success. Understanding and regulating the nervous system is essential for emotional intelligence. And one of my favorite techniques when it comes to regulating my nervous system and my emotions is emotional freedom technique, EFT, aka tapping. And it's such a therapeutic approach that combines um, Chinese medicine, acupressure, and modern energy psychology. And it is a tool I have been using since I was probably 17. So I had used this for many, many years before I ever qualified at it, before I started using it with my clients. And I think that's what makes it so powerful for me because I had so many personal transformations with this technique and now I get to use it with my clients. I'm also bringing EFT to this round of emotional alchemy, my signature program that's currently open for enrollments. Make sure you check out the link in the description box. I won't be running this program for another year. And what happens with EFT, why it's so magical and so powerful, you are accepting your emotions. You stop fighting them, you acknowledge them and you give them that space that they need to flow and move through your body. And there is so many different ways you can use EFT. Even if you are a complete beginner, you can tap on the different points. There is, by the way, a few of them in my free Facebook community as well. But you can even tap and simply just like process and release an emotion without needing to say loads of fancy phrases. It can be really simple. So first with EFT, you process and release your current emotional state. That creates space within you. My clients often describe it as like, oh, this weight fell off my shoulders, but there is also a newfound level of spaciousness in my body. And then you also give yourself permission 
to take up space with EFT because you acknowledge your things out loud by repeating them, saying them. And then you can also plant new seeds, new thoughts, new beliefs. And because you are tapping on those points, the acupressure points on your body, you are regulating, relaxing your nervous system so it's open. You are sending your body those safety signals and it's much easier to then reprogram your emotions and your mindset and your subconscious mind. Second technique I want to share with you today is breath work. It's such a powerful practice. And I'm talking even about really simple techniques, such as breathing in on three and breathing out on the count of six. Let's do it a few times. Just notice how your energy shifts. Breathing in on three, two, one. Breathe out on six, five, four, three, two, and one. Again, repeat it. Again. Have you noticed that shift? So basically you've been sending again safety messages to your nervous system. It impacts your autonomic nervous system. It's activating that relaxation in your body. It activates that parasympathetic branch of your nervous system that rest and digest. So breath work helps shift your nervous system from a heightened state of stress and reactivity to one of relaxation and composure. And at the start, I spoke to you about how a negative feeling thought creates a negative emotion that creates negative behavior or physiology. It impacts your body. Your body starts feeling it. Then those feelings in your body impacts more of those thoughts and so on and so forth. And with breath work in particular, you, you go, you start with your body. You start by relaxing your body. Then that will send signals to your mind, to your feelings. There will be the third technique I will share with you in a minute that will be um, more of a mindset technique. So this one really works with the body. This, this transformation in your physiological state facilitates clear thinking and sound decision making. And even if you stop and pause three times per day to do a few of those longer out breaths, that can shift a lot. And of course, you can use it in a high pressure environment as well. And then there is plenty of different breath work techniques, but it could also be really simple. And the longer exhalation is really important. That's what helps to 
that's what helps your nervous system to relax. That's what's sending those signals of safety to your body. So longer exhalation. So the third way to regulate your emotions for more success is your inner dialogue. So you can see the difference between breath work, which is in the body that's working with your body that in turn impacts your thinking. Here it's your thinking. And I think this is one of the ways to regulate your nervous system that is a little overlooked these days. I feel like when I first started exploring personal development, everyone was speaking about the importance of inner dialogue. Now I feel like people have stepped away from it a little. Um, not because it doesn't work, but I feel some people were solely relying on that. I think it needs to be a combination. But your inner dialogue is still the most important voice in your life. The ongoing conversations we have with ourselves impacts our emotions, in turn, our action. Reframing negative self-talk, reframing the situation you are finding yourself in into something positive and empowering is a game changer to your journey to success. Because other people could be telling you everything and anything, but if you don't feel it, if you are constantly beating yourself up, if you are actually adding more negativity to already negative situations, nothing else will make a difference. So I find that especially when you are in a heightened situation, that's when you're in a dialogue really matters. That's where you've got to be your best coach, your best leader. You've got to speak to yourself kindly, speak yourself through that challenging situation and it makes all the difference and it can be as simple as just being like we will be okay just take it one step at a time take a deep breath you did your best honestly just telling yourself simple sentences like this can make a huge huge difference now let's talk about the last fourth way to regulate your emotions and it's got to be hypnosis. I am a clinical hypnotherapist. It is a tool that changed my life, that changed the life of so many of my clients. And it's just such a great way to work with your emotions, to teach your body new ways of responding. It really is about rehearsing new ways of being, feeling, thinking, behaving during hypnosis, during um, an open state, your mind is more likely to accept those ideas. Very often it could be a state of deep relaxation and heightened suggestibility, but it doesn't mean you've got to be like unconscious or anything like this. Hypnosis is often surrounded by so many myths on, or misconceptions. While Okay, I hope this didn't disturb the recording. I just had a phone call. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully you could still hear me fine. Um, so hypnosis is just such a great way to calm down your nervous system, but to also teach it new ways of feeling and responding. 
So very often we even feel resistance towards the goals we consciously say we want. But deep down, when we imagine even that amazing outcome, we're like, oh my God, can I even deserve it? Can I receive it? Can it be that easy? Can I have it in my life? Because we often put our goals and desires on this imaginary pedestal. And there is a huge gap between us and this goal, and we see it as something maybe unachievable. But in hypnosis, you can bring it, so to speak, closer to yourself. You can normalize it to your subconscious mind. You stop making such a big deal out of that goal and then it shifts your energy. And your nervous system is like, yeah, we can do that. We can achieve it. So it is about rewriting those scripts that have been holding you back. It's also a great technique for rewiring thought patterns and fostering a deep sense of, of self-confidence and self-trust. So here we go. This is the four ways to regulate your emotions and nervous system for more success. I also hope this episode helped you understand the strong connection between our emotions and success. And if you would like to dive deeper into this topic, if you are so ready to master the power of your emotions and you are ready to release those self-sabotage and limiting patterns and end that emotional roller coaster that impacts your personal life, your business, your success, and your relationships. I would love for you to join me and other women inside Emotional Alchemy, my five week transformational journey. It is my all time favorite program, and there is a reason why I run it every year since that idea came to me in October 2020. It is something that has the potential to change your life, your relationship with success, abundance, your business, your career in so many different ways. It will enable you to tap into this inner magnetism that's available to all of us. Because when you are flowing with your emotions, and by flowing, I don't mean they control you. When you are flowing with your emotions, it does make you magnetic because you are in touch with your heart and your heart has got this magnetic field around it. You are able to serve those waves of emotions as they come and go. There is so much power in your emotions. And during the program, I will not only guide you through the Emotional Alchemy Solution, which is my four-step process to alchemizing any emotion, but we will be talking about energy. Emotions are the feminine energy emotion, so you will discover how to work with feminine energy. You will be relearning because many things you've been told about emotions are simply not accurate. So it, is, it will be a lot of reframing and learning to see your emotions in a whole new light. 
There will be practical tools. You will gain access to great tools. The thing is, I find some people focus on the tools too much without shifting their mindset about emotions first. Therefore, there is an order to everything you learn inside emotional alchemy so that it truly is effective for you. There will be great communication techniques because as you can tell, emotions sometimes impact our relationships, whether they are intimate relationships or professional relationships. When you say something, you can't take it back. So you will learn how to communicate your needs, your wants, how to share feedback, how to receive feedback, how to stop someone from emotionally dumping things on you, and also how to communicate when things are really difficult in a relationship, like what is a safe way of processing whatever's going on. We will also focus on embodiment. You will reconnect with your body, fostering a deep sense of safety and receptivity. And we've got a couple of modules focusing on manifestation. I will address all those questions and misconceptions surrounding emotions and manifestation, how to attract what you want in life. Because the truth is, most programs that talk about emotional intelligence or alchemy and emotions in general focus on how do I process the negative emotions, which of course we will cover too, but hardly any programs out there focus on how do I work with the good feeling emotions? How can I amplify them? How can I help my body feel safe? feeling happy because very often we are pushing the good feelings away from us because we've been told that oh but the other shoe could drop or don't get too excited because then it might get taken away from you so I will show you how to use your emotions to accelerate your manifestation there will be 10 incredible audio modules more than eight potent recordings, great workbooks, and there will be a group coaching and manifestation circle and much more. These are incredible resources. There are wonderful payment plans and options how you can take this program. If you've got any questions whatsoever, feel free to reach out to me. I've received the most incredible feedback for this program. Women loved it. I had women who took this program three times in a row. They just wanted to be in every round because they just loved it so much. It impacted their life in so many positive ways. So if you would like to be part of it, let me know. Um, check out the link in the description or send me a message if there is something you want to discuss. I would love for you to be part of it. This program won't be open for another year. Let me know if you enjoy this episode and I hope you're having the most incredible day. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. 
For more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, business, and inner glow, make sure to join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom tapping sessions, meditations, and more. The link is in the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Women. And if you are interested in working with me, go to the show notes. You will find all the links there. Loads of love. I'll see you in the next episode.